Hello and welcome to the Mindful Commerce Podcast, a place where we talk to e-commerce brands, service providers and developers who care about protecting our planet. I'm Chrissy, And I'm Rich and we're your hosts. The podcast is an extension of the Mindful Commerce community. The Mindful Commerce community is a safe place for e-commerce brands and experts to connect, collaborate and explore opportunities to work together to unleash the power of e-commerce as a force for good. You can join by going to mindfulcommerce.io and clicking community. See you there. Welcome to a brand new series on the Mindful Commerce podcast. We're going to be bringing you our expert training series from the community platform over to the podcast. So we're going to upload any expert trainings that are inside the community in our expert training library, um, where we feature various different e-commerce and sustainability experts who bring their knowledge, expertise for you to grow your business in the most mindful way possible. Um, So if you do enjoy this and listening to this series, you will definitely enjoy the benefits of being inside the community itself, where you can watch each individual training um, and see the actual people who deliver it, um, because they'll be on video and also their slide decks as well. So that's quite useful. Um, Cool. Thank you. Hope you enjoy. Please leave a review and I'll see you soon. Hello everyone and welcome to my live training. So today I'm going to discuss the various ways we can build and scale our online businesses to not only leave no trace on the environment but to run a regenerative business which helps our environment to thrive as a result of our businesses existing. So I'll talk about the six sustainability pillars in the mindful commerce framework and show you how you can harness the power of e-commerce technology to reduce your environmental footprint. You'll hopefully walk away feeling really good, armed with new ideas for how to have a more mindful business and inspire others to do the same. So who am I and what exactly is Mindful Commerce? As you may know, I'm Chrissy, and I founded Mindful Commerce with my partner, Rich. I fell into e-commerce when I built a Shopify marketplace in 2014 after moving to North Devon. It was originally a blog interviewing small business owners, helping to build awareness of their work. Um, so I wrote about them, build awareness of what they're doing, what they're selling, um, because a lot of them struggled with reach. They were all UK businesses who sold handmade products related to the ocean. (laughs) It was called Chrissy, spelled K-R-I-S-S-E-A. So I thought that was quite fun. Uh, So that was when it all started. And North Devon is also where Rich and I met. Um, As well as running Mindful Commerce, I have a content marketing agency called Collectify, and we work with Shopify app teams to increase awareness of their businesses and therefore help merchants to discover tech that can help them grow and scale. Because when I had my own marketplace, I started to discover all these different solutions that could help me, and it was just incredible. Um, And I recognized that not all brands knew about them. Um, So it all connected nicely. Uh, So what is mindful commerce? Uh, As many of you probably know by now, 
my co-founder Rich and I are passionate surfers and are outdoor enthusiasts and we wanted to make a positive impact within an industry that we love and mindful commerce is the outcome. So we recognized how fast the industry was growing and how this is actually damaging the planet. We simply can't avoid the fact that e-commerce is a contributing factor to oceanic and environmental pollution. So we really wanted to change that. Growth of e-commerce is exciting. There's a huge amount of opportunities for us, but we need to be mindful of how we can help our planet, people and environment to thrive when growing our businesses rather than the other way around. And we wanted to create a place for e-commerce service providers and tech solutions to connect with online brands who want to grow mindfully. So those who can help smaller businesses, smaller brands to grow in a mindful way. Um, and we help guide businesses like yours in the right direction towards a more mindful and profitable business through a supportive community and educational resources. So today represents an exciting opportunity. I get the chance to get you thinking differently about e-commerce and the environment. Being more mindful about the way in which we approach e-commerce helps in a range of ways. It's not just about saving the planet. Your business can benefit as a result of this stance too. And that's what we'd like to get you thinking about today. I'm going to give you an overview of our six pillars from our sustainability framework and go into a little more depth around mindful communications since this is Collectify's area of expertise. So let's start with some truth bombs. The hard truth is we are in the middle of an ecological emergency. Science indicates that we have less than a decade to start making more serious lifestyle changes. And this includes the way that we shop. And that includes the way that we shop online. Online doesn't mean impact free. Just because there's no brick and mortar presence, shopping online still has an ecological consequence. And we must do all we can to reduce this as a number of online purchases scales. It's estimated that 95% of purchases will be made online by 2040. So e-commerce businesses like yours have a huge role to play to ensure consumers have access to shopping in a way that practices positive environmental and social impact. As I said, e-commerce is scaling. And if we make changes now, those improvements will scale alongside the industry. So the fact that something needs to change is clear. But what's change without a plan of action? We just so happen to have created an expertly researched blueprint for e-commerce businesses looking to do the right thing. Introducing the Mindful Commerce Sustainability Framework. Our framework consists of six core pillars and each pillar offers quick wins and big wins. Quick wins are the most accessible actions you can take and big wins are considered to be a bit more significant and significant changes. So during this training, we'll cover one or two wins per pillar but note we have so many more in our sustainability framework guide and video course, which you can find on our website. Okay, so let's take a whirlwind tour of the six pillars to start getting you thinking along the right lines. Welcome to the first of the six pillars in our sustainability framework, mindful business. 
So what do we mean by mindful business? This pillar is about the way you do business. At Mindful Commerce, we define a mindful business as a business that is built on solid, sustainable foundations. So think of this pillar as laying the groundwork needed for improvements made to your ethical business from the ground up. This encompasses sustainable consumption, stakeholders, purpose and profit, circular economy and social impact. So you can think of this as things like considering what kind of purchasing behaviours you're encouraging in your customers and what kind of impact you're having on wider society. So could you turn your e-commerce product business into a service as well? Or if you're offering services to e-commerce brands, could you help them to do this? If you're a brand, do you offer products you could lease rather than sell? This model is a great solution to the consumer waste epidemic. And Mud Jeans is a great example of this approach. They offer jeans for lease, and at the end of the contract, the jeans can either be returned or traded in for another pair, reducing the amount of waste ending up in landfill. And as a brand, this allows you to handle the disposal of the product at the end of its life cycle, which ensures that this is taken care of responsibly rather than putting this responsibility on your customers. Can your product be recycled or repurposed after use? So are you producing something that has to end up in landfill and continue to pollute our ocean and planet? Can you change this by joining the circular economy with a closed loop solution? Our friends at Recurate, who are on our expert directory, enables merchants to plug in a resale option on their Shopify store. This positively promotes a circular economy and allows merchants to resell products. This is great to continue your brand story as well. So rather than your customers selling your products on platforms such as Facebook Marketplace or eBay, they'll actually be using your website. Okay, so welcome to pillar number two, mindful sourcing. What do we mean by mindful sourcing? Um, so this is obviously all about your supply chain. The choices you make for operating your supply chain are foundational and have far reaching impacts. From the flow of business to the quality of your products and environmental impact, your supply chain is the jumping off point for almost every other decision you make as an e-commerce brand. After all, there's no e-commerce business without products to stock your virtual shelves. Um, so we're talking about sustainable materials, ethical sourcing, ethical practices and supply chain transparency. So let's dive straight in with a big win. Are you positively impacting the environment where you source your products and materials? So I, we believe leave no trace ethics are a great start, but what about leaving the environment even better than you found it? So instead of simply do no harm, try to consider how you could leave a positive impact on our planet and give back to the environment and the communities that are helping you to build your business. So look to Pucker Herbs for some inspiration. They source organic ingredients from all around the world and are working on a number of regenerative projects to build farmer knowledge and to mitigate the effects of climate change while still improving their yields. 
So where do you see room to leave a positive impact where your business is rooted? Um, for example, what we do, so we're based in Braunton in North Devon, and we work with a project charity called Wave Rangers, and they get kids who are disadvantaged and get them in the environment working on projects like counting birds, um, doing good things for the ocean, to collect uh, litter picking, um, gardening, um, and all sorts. So it's really good for the kids and the environment. And it is local to us. So that's a really good example, I think. <laughs> okay, so welcome to pillar number three, mindful products. This refers to products that make a real difference. Your products are the core of your business as an e-commerce merchant. They represent your entire business and brand identity. And if you're serious about making the move towards sustainability and sustainable messaging, it's absolutely vital that your products stand up to par. Make sure your products play their part in your mission to communicate your efforts to become a more sustainable, ethical and mindful business. Mindful products means going beyond making sure your products are sourced sustainably. How can the items you sell be part of the solution as opposed to just not being part of the problem? For example, could you make your products from waste? Could you create products out of waste that is already here and turn it into a useful product? Waterhall, a brand in Cornwall, recycle ocean plastic, fishing nets in particular, and turn it into high quality eyewear. I have a pair myself and uh, they are great. And they also started a um, campaign called Retask the Mask, transforming single-use face mask waste into litter pickers. And I actually used them twice in a row recently on the beach. They are fantastic. So do you have lots of offcuts from the products you make? Could you turn these offcuts into another product instead of throwing them away? Is there a specific problem in an area that you live that you could solve by creating products from that? problem, just like waterfall, um, just try and think outside of the box. Okay, so our fourth pillar today is mindful deliveries. What do we mean about mindful deliveries? This pillar focuses on packaging and fulfillment. In our sustainability framework, we cover packaging use, emissions from delivery and returns and delivery methods. This pillar uncovers ways in which you can minimize the impact of the journey your products take as they're sent to your customers. So the first of many quick wins contained within our framework. Have you thought about incentivizing customers to choose standard delivery or green last mile? So e-commerce has conditioned consumers to expect next day delivery, but this is not sustainable. Next day delivery typically means travel by air or unconsolidated deliveries, taking a much heavier toll on the environment. So have you considered offering discounted rates on standard shipping or offering rewards to customers who don't require next day delivery? Or if you're working with brands as a service provider, could you help them to think differently about this? I personally think it's best to avoid free delivery messaging as it promotes overconsumption. So consider adding green messaging to your product descriptions instead. For example, by adding an explainer text in your delivery options to show the associated carbon cost, shoppers may be nudged to choose a more sustainable option. 
So for support with last mile delivery, you can check out Bezos. Um, they are on the Mindful Commerce directory, mindfulcommerce.io slash directory slash Bezos. They are a fulfillment solution and can help you with last mile delivery. They are a hugely valued support of ours. So thank you, Bezos, if you're listening. Um, and you can also take a look at ShipBob, who are also a partner of ours, um, a carbon neutral fulfillment solution. And listen to the podcast episode we, we did with them on our podcast. Do you provide clear disposal instructions with all of your packaging? So many packaging products that are in fact recyclable are mistaken by customers for non-recyclable materials and end up in landfill anyway. So if you've made the effort to implement innovative, recyclable or even better reusable packaging, let your customers know. Leave an explainer on your website and include a note with shipping that tells the story of the packaging materials you use and informs customers how to properly dispose of them in an environmentally friendly manner. For support with finding the most sustainable packaging options, take a look at our partners, Pack Help. They are fantastic and they will also be on the directory at the time of this training. Um, and support with communicating how to properly dispose of your packaging, you can contact me. <laughs> okay, so we are almost there, um, but this is one of my absolute favorite pillars. And it's something that I have a lot of knowledge and skills in. So please feel free to message me if you would like any support. So what do we mean by mindful communications? This pillar is all about using your voice to affect change and speak to the values that your company holds. This is accomplished through transparent communications, industry-wide campaigns, advocacy and spreading awareness. If you're putting your best foot forward and doing great things to help our planet, it's time to speak up. Let the world know what you're up to and inspire others to follow in your mindful footsteps. Do you provide detailed and engaging information on your website about how and where your products are made? Communicate the origin of your products and align with your customers' values, but also help to build awareness and inspire other brands to do the same. Ian Snow, for example, have a detailed description alongside every item about where products are made, who buy and how the maker benefits. I absolutely, absolutely love this. It's amazing. If you want detail and you want a good example of helping consumers to make informative decisions, head over to Ian Snow. It's great. E-commerce brands have an amazing opportunity to give customers detailed information about their products compared to those in store. For example, written content, videos and links to articles. It really helps to improve the transparency of your brand because shoppers increasingly increasingly want to know more so can you better communicate the origin of your products and secondly are you upfront about the sustainability challenges that you face so at mindful commerce we are huge advocates of progression over perfection and progression is better than greenwashing or green hushing for example, Fourth Blade, they are a natural pet food company in Devon um, and they've recently improved how they communicate their efforts to support their commitment to the environment 
So if you look at their um, food boxes, you'll see three points. Number one, the box is wildly, widely recycled. Number two, the tray is plastic, but it's widely recycled. But then it says three, film is not yet recycled. So at least they're being transparent about what they're currently doing and what they probably plan to do in the future, rather than just stating we use recyclable packaging because that is um, misleading and customers may put things in the bin or in the recycling box that they shouldn't. Um, have you planned any sustainability campaigns to highlight the hidden impacts of e-commerce and advocate for change? So a large portion of e-commerce consumers make online purchases regularly without realizing all the implications e-commerce has on our ecosystems. This is largely because the consumer only sees the beginning step and end result of an e-commerce transaction. That's clicking purchase and then just receiving the shipment. According to research that we have conducted at Mindful Commerce, one key finding was that consumers care about plastic, but they're still unaware of the many other impacts of e-commerce. Consumers may be largely unaware of the environmental impacts e-commerce yields beyond packaging, but you as an e-commerce merchant are not. You see everything that goes into a single transaction from the sourcing of materials and manufacturing to packaging and emissions burned through shipping. So by educating others of the impacts that e-commerce has on our planet through industry-wide campaigns, you put the power into the hands of consumers to make more informed purchasing decisions. Could you work with other organizations to campaign and advocate for change? So as a community, could we advocate for change together and have a bigger collective impact? This would not only raise the bar in e-commerce best practice and build awareness of the issues in our industry, but will also feel really good about running our businesses. So shall we team up and win? Let's enable each other to have a bigger impact than we would if we just worked alone. Um, okay, so is your communication strategy succinct and to the point on your website? So you might know by now from being in the community that the longer people hang around on your website, the more energy it's sucking from data centers and the earth. We'll come back to this in the next pillar, but... By making your messaging quick and easy to understand, the less time they'll be on your site. This might sound odd at the moment, but the quicker they stop browsing and make a purchase, the quicker your revenue will increase and the fewer emissions they'll burn and your carbon footprint will lower as a result. Um, take a look at halo.world for some inspiration and also they can help you to build a lower impact website. Right, so we're now onto the final pillar of the Mindful Commerce Sustainability Framework, which is Mindful Footprint. So what do we mean by Mindful Footprint? This pillar is all about greening up your business operations. When we're talking about leaving a mindful footprint, we're considering company footprint, branding design, employees, website design, data and transparency. A carbon footprint is often something e-commerce brands feel less connected to as a large part of their operation exists online. But 
unfortunately, we're here to tell you that you're running up a digital carbon footprint too. We'll be talking more about ways to measure and reduce during our challenge at the end of this presentation. Here's a big win you can implement pretty much straight away. Consider product carbon labeling. You could leap ahead of the pack and solidify your brand as a pioneer in the e-commerce space by implementing carbon labeling into your products. Major brands like BAM and Allbirds already plan to incorporate carbon labeling for their whole range. Counting your every carbon toll gives your brand a sense of transparency and solidifies you as a leader in your space. Throughout our extensive research and collaboration with leading experts, the team here at Mindful Commerce firmly believes that carbon labeling will soon become standard practice. So try and get ahead of the curve and start now. Go and check out All Birds and Fam if you need an example to guide your efforts implementing carbon labeling. And if you need an expert's hand, let us hook you up with our friends at Seafree. You probably know Eddie from our meetups. Um, he can help you to measure and reduce your carbon footprint. And then we also recommend working with our friends at Green Story, who will help you to label your products according to their impact and carbon footprint in a user-friendly way. If you've heard of the activewear brand BAM or when you go and check them out, you'll see Green Story in action. It's really, really cool. Okay, so here's another one. Could you send fewer emails and post fewer social media posts? Ooh, could you? <laughs> Try and plan your marketing strategy around meaningful, valuable content that's truly worth it and your customers actually want to see. So your digital carbon footprint will decrease dramatically if you're not posting or emailing aimlessly on a daily basis. You'll feel less pressured and your customer loyalty will likely increase as well as a result. The carbon footprint of the internet is actually comparable to the aviation industry. If the internet was a country, it would be the sixth largest polluter in the world. The vast amount of energy and data required to be processed, stored and delivered across the globe is actually the cause of this. Data centres could use as much as 3 to 13% of global electricity by 2030 and the entire aviation industry currently generates 2% of annual human generated CO2. And 4 grams of carbon dioxide for every standard email sent that's before adding attachments. So just think about those emails that you're sending and if they actually need to be sent or if, you know, it doesn't and it could avoid that carbon footprint. Just to compare that, 0.2 grams of carbon is in a single tweet. But the best method is actually SMS, which generates just 0.01 grams of CO2 per text. Now, don't ask me... <laughs> what that means in mathematical terms, compa comparing them. But SMS is quite obviously best. Or if you're sending an email, try to avoid lots of images, lots of videos and graphics and keep it nice and minimal. Okay, so to give you some food for thought before we wrap up, as promised, I've got a special challenge for you. So I would like you to start thinking about the digital carbon footprint of your website. 
How we operate in the digital space from email sent to data stored on your online store, this all leaves a carbon footprint. It takes a lot of big facilities with high energy demands to store all the data we have floating around on the world wide web. How could you reduce the digital carbon footprint of your website? If you're an agency or app company, how could you help your clients to reduce this? Brands like Organic Basics are already doing a great job of this. Offering a low impact website that showcases many of the best practices. Their low impact website sits alongside their higher impact website and allows consumers to make the choice. It's likely that returning customers, including myself, go back to the lower impact website more often because we've already seen the images, we've tried on the clothes and we know it already. Um, you might be thinking though, why have they still got their higher impact website? Well, I'm going to ask them because I'm not quite sure, but I think it's just giving consumers the choice. Um, and at the moment, they're doing a really great job of building awareness of the issues within websites in terms of data. I will dig into that a bit more. But here are some easy steps for reducing your website impact and digital carbon footprint. So firstly, I'd say head over to Digital Beacon um, or Website Carbon and measure your website's carbon footprint by just entering your URL and then read the information that they give to give you some tips and tricks. Um, they might say things like you could switch to a renewable energy host. Um, so we use Crystal, which is really great. Or there's also Green Geeks who are also good and, and lots of others. Just um, if you want to do some research and ask us what we think. Um, you can also compress images or convert to web files. This reduces their impact dramatically and the energy to load those images. You can use less video and also please turn off autoplay because if someone doesn't want to watch it, it doesn't play and it doesn't use the energy it needs to load that video, which is a lot. Um, instead of high res images, you can use illustrations like Organic Basics has and minimal illustrations as well, which is really great. Um, and when you're designing those illustrations or any of your branding, try to use colors that are specifically um, lower impact. You can speak to Chris Butterworth and Jean for more information about this. Um, they are in the community. And also, like we mentioned in the communications pillar, if you can streamline the user journey, you can make sure that they're not staying on your website for longer than needed and they just go and make a purchase and then they go again and they turn off your website. And so if your messaging is to the point, um, that process will be a lot quicker. And it's also great for SEO, by the way, um, and load speed of your website as well. So the less content and the less heavy imagery and video that you have, the quicker your website will load and the quicker the journey to making a purchase. But controversially, if you need to use photos or videos to help shoppers to be more informed um, and have better buying purchases decisions and therefore reduce returns, then there's actually a role to play with those images and videos. But 
just be super sure that it will actually help and only play or display on interaction. So that that's just a few tips. There's there's a lot more things you can do. At the end of the day, it just comes back to being mindful and thinking, do I really need this image? Do I really need this video? Do I need to add this extra blurb on my website? The answer is probably no. <laughs> if you want, ask us for more, send us an email, we can help you out. Or like I said, speak to Chris. There's also Daniel in there in the community who can help with reducing the impact of any paid advertisements that you um, decide to put out as a brand or as a business. Um, I will link to all of these things. Um, so throughout this training, you have gotten a glimpse at our Mindful Commerce Sustainability Framework, which is honestly incredible. Um, it's, it's designed so that it's not overwhelming. It's really easy to follow. It's a step-by-step -step guide. And it was created through loads of research and collaboration between e-commerce merchants, big brands, small brands, and top sustainability experts. So like I said, it's a step-by-step -step guide that walks you through tried and true methods to making e-commerce a sustainable industry. Because let's be honest, in its current state, it is not. It takes considerate, caring brands like your own to take innovative steps in a sustainable direction in order to allow e-commerce to continue to be a feasible option. In our full sustainability guide and video course, you'll find the wins you learned in this training, as well as tons of other wins you can take towards improving your business practices for people, planet and profit. You can find more information about this on our website. Just head to mindfulcommerce.io slash sustainability dash framework um, on the website. Or if you're in the community, it's there in the intro on the homepage. Um, or just message me. So whether you're a brand, retailer, expert, app, agency, freelancer, whatever you are in the e-commerce industry, our framework guide is for you and will help you to reduce the impact of your business that it has on the planet and people. As e-commerce grows, so does its impact. We're all for growth, but let's make sure we're not charging ahead without a second thought for the damage we are causing. We want to be able to look back in years to come and say that we were part of the solution, not the problem. And I truly, truly believe that e-commerce has the power to be part of the solution. I'd love to chat with you and answer any questions you have about the sustainability framework or anything that I just talked about. Um, feel free, please, to reach out anytime. So please, as well, engage in the community we just want to continue the conversation as much as we can and help anybody in any way we can and also learn from each other. I think it's just a really great opportunity to have all of your minds in one place. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I would love to say that any questions, the floor is open, but actually, yeah, just reach out anytime. We hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you'll probably like being in our community. There's a whole host of exciting things going on. So don't forget to join by going to mindfulcommerce.io. Click on community and register from there. If you like this episode, please share, leave a review and remember to subscribe.